It's 6.59, so we're <clears throat> just a few seconds away from getting started. Oh, there it goes, 7 o'clock. So we're going to get started on our show for tonight, on our podcast. And I want to welcome all of you that are listening live or that are listening to us later. We do share this podcast to a lot, or the link um, to the podcast, to a lot of Facebook pages, and a lot of our friends share the link so that... Um, People can listen to it even if they're not available at 7 o'clock Eastern time because I know that in California, it's only uh, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. So it's 4 o'clock. It's 4 o'clock in Arizona where I have a lot of friends that listen. And um, so we try to accommodate that by um, recording this so that they can listen to it later. And, and they do, which is really good. I love that they do that. So... Feel free to share this later if you want to um, help us grow our audience. That's what we're here for. We're here to share and, and let the women and the men of racing know that we're here to promote them, to celebrate and connect them. And that's the, one of the main reasons for the IWMA. So um, tonight I want to mention a couple of our sponsors. I won't go through all of them tonight, but um each week, I think I'm going to try to highlight a couple of them. And the first one is RW Motorsports Marketing. If you don't know Woody, um, he is an avid photographer. He lives in Battle Creek, Michigan. He is the track photographer for numerous tracks in our area. And he does that because he has a lot of good help that go to those different tracks. But he puts together thousands and thousands and thousands of photos every weekend. And um, so I want to... I wanted to give him a shout because he was one of the first people that I talked to about founding the International Women's Motorsports Association. I bounced the idea off a few people in the area here in Kalamazoo where I live. And, and of course, he jumped on board and said whatever he could do to help. He provides me with a lot of photos for not only our website, but also for our Facebook page and anything I need uh, photography-wise. He's there to help. He made me a great banner for the PRI show. He can do a lot of really cool things. <clears throat> One of the things that he's been really busy doing is creating wraps for cars. And he works with Buddy Head here in the Kalamazoo area to decorate up the cars that end up at Galesburg and Kalamazoo and Berlin and a lot of other places. So that's one of his um, really good design talents, I think are the designs he comes up with for the cars. And then he also, of course, does hero cards. And again, they're, they're a step above what most hero cards look like. I see a lot of people um, just take a photo and take it to Walgreens and print, you know, copies of a picture of their car. And that's okay. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's bad. Anything is better than nothing. And, but I do think that his hero cards are a little more, professional. They look really good. He does a nice design with the driver's name, with a picture of the car, and just does a really nice job. So I encourage you to check him out. It's RW Motorsports Marketing on Facebook. And if you can't find him or get a hold of him, get in touch with me and, and I'll see that you do. Um, he does a lot of other things too, t-shirts and all kinds of things. So Get a hold of me and let Woody do your hero cards this year. I think you'd be really pleased with that. The second business that we're going to 
um, talk a little bit about tonight is the Network Team Homes Realty. They're a part of the EXP Realty teams all across the nation. And uh, if you haven't heard of EXP, you should look it up, especially if you're a realtor. And if you want to know more about EXP, uh, I suggest you get a hold of my friend Gail Zintek, Z-E-I-N-T-E-K, because she, uh, she's an expert at not only real estate, but also a lot of other things. And she will explain it better to you than I can. I've learned a lot about real estate in the last 10, 12 years from, from being around her, but I'm not going to begin to try to explain how that works, but I know it's a great company or she wouldn't be a part of it. Um, we have a, a nice ad for them in our magazine that's interactive. There's a link that takes you from the magazine to their page and she explains it better there. So I'll, um, I'll repost that link tonight on my Facebook page. So you can check that out. So I know there's a lot of realtors out there that race because I've ran across quite a number of you. So I encourage you to, to check out what Gail's been doing. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight at first here was the $20 challenge. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't been on my Facebook page this week because I came up with the $20 challenge after a conversation with Gail. Um, she was telling me about uh, someone had challenged her to the $20 challenge. And so what she does is when she goes to the bank and gets cash out, she gets out an extra $20 and she folds it up and she puts it in her wallet in case she runs across someone who she feels she could bless with it. Maybe it's a mom in the grocery store with three little kids. Maybe it's an older couple at the restaurant having dinner. Um, you know, maybe it's someone at the gas station. Wherever we are in our lives, all the places that we go, we're surrounded by people who need help or just need a kind word or somebody to do something nice for them unexpected. So she was telling me about uh, the $20 challenge and to challenge people to give to others. And so that conversation led us into what if I offered a membership to all of you for only $19.95, basically $20, that you could give to someone who you think would enjoy reading our magazine and be being part of our association. So she and I talked about it a little bit and she's like, I just think people get busy and they wanna do good things for other people, but they don't know what to do and they forget. But in the racing community, we all know that we're all a bunch of givers and we like to help each other. And, and so if you know someone who you think would enjoy reading our magazine, it's a digital magazine. It will come to their email. What I'm going to offer you is for $19.95, you can purchase a subscription or a membership to the IWMA, which you also get the subscription to the magazine. What you will need is their name, address, telephone number, and um, email address. And go to IWMANation.com, and you'll see there's a pop-up right when you first get on the page. Click on it. It walks you right through how to, how to become a member or how to give a membership to somebody else. So I encourage you to do that. I've had a few people already step up, 
and say, hey, I want to give a membership to somebody, but I don't know who it would be. Do you know anybody? So check that out. And um, if you have any questions, again, you can get a hold of me and I'll try to answer them all for you. So what's new this week in motorsports? One of the things I wanted to talk about as a reminder is that April 13th and 14th in Sandusky, Ohio, the Midwest Compact Touring Series is going to be hosting a race. I will be there. I'm going to be doing the Easter egg hunt on Saturday. I'll also be doing the 50-50 that weekend. And I'm praying for great weather, warm weather, and I hope that a lot of you will come out and either race your cars with the Midwest Compact Touring Series or come out to watch, bring a friend, and uh, bring your kids. We're going to have a great Easter egg hunt with candy and all kinds of fun things. So uh, that's in Sandusky, Ohio, um, April 13th and 14th. And if you want to know more about that, listen in tonight at 8 o'clock to the Midwest Compact Touring Series podcast, which follows us at 8 o'clock on their Facebook page. Uh, Drew and Woody will answer all your questions and tell you more about the times and, and all the things that you need to know if you're drivers or you're coming to watch. So I want you to check that out as well. I want to give a shout out to a couple people that reached out to me or that I saw some things on Facebook. So Courtney Wolf, I haven't met Courtney yet, but I plan to. Courtney Wolf is the 2019 Little Miss Motorsports. And she won her first feature over the weekend, and she has received her USAC license. Uh, she also met Casey Kane, so she had a big weekend. So she, she was really smiling, and she was having a good time this weekend. So I want to give Courtney a shout-out. Um, I want to give um, a shout-out to a couple gals. They are in the latest issue of Drag Illustrated. It features NHRA Rookie of the Year contender, and I hope I get her name right, Gianna Salinas and her sister Jasmine is also in the magazine. I get a lot of magazines, racing magazines, and I, I'm always looking for stories about women, women that are involved, or um, anything that I could reach out and do a story about or share with you. So that was kind of cool to see that on there. And then Jamie Chadwick just announced that she'll be racing in the first round of the F3 Asian Championship at Sepang Circuit this coming weekend, and she's going to be racing with High Tech GP. Now, I haven't done much in that area of racing. I have a lot to learn. When it comes to that, I'm a circle track person, but I'm learning more and more about drag racing and junior dragsters and dirt and sprint and all those kind of things. So the next thing I have to really uh, get myself exposed to and, and get out there and watch are some of these F1 races and those kinds of things because they look like a lot of fun to watch. But I haven't really had an opportunity to do that yet. Hopefully this summer I'm going to be able to do that. Um, my friend Jeanette Thornley told me that she's going to be racing again at US 131 Motorsports Park right up north of me here in Martin, Michigan. and. Um, I'm excited to see her last year. She was here racing and I was somewhere else. So this year I'm hoping that I can plan to be here to watch her. We featured Jeanette not only in our magazine last year, but she was one of our autograph sessions at the PRI show. And she's an amazing, amazing woman. Um, so check out Jeanette Thornley on Facebook and follow her and what she's doing. 
She's a great representative for women in motorsports. So I'm putting my calendar together and I reached out to my friend, Jason Seltzer, who probably goes to more races than anybody I know. And I reached out to him and said, okay, what races do I need to go to? What are some don't miss places that I have to go and watch a race? So he gave me uh, his list of where he's going to be all summer. And I was overwhelmed. I can't imagine doing that, but he's, he's a great guy and that's what he lives for. And, and I'm happy that he's able to do that. But I added a few of his races to my schedule, but I also would like to hear from all of you. Where do you live? Where's, where's a race or a track that is just not your normal track, not your normal race, something very special. I have limited weekends that I can travel. I need to be in Kalamazoo for several weekends because my granddaughter races and I don't want to miss that. But I'm also going to take off and travel some more this year as well. So if you know a race and a racetrack that there's a lot of women that race at the track or there's a, a big race that would be a really good one for me to come and be able to network with women and meet more people, those kind of things. That's what I'm looking for. So uh, let me know about that. You can send me a message on Facebook or you can send me an email at iwmanation at gmail.com and say, hey, Melinda, I live in Tucson, Arizona, and you need to come and see the da-da-da race. So help me out with my schedule and, and let's see how many races I can get to this year. I wanted to give a shout out as well to the committee that put together a fundraiser for a local racer here in Kalamazoo for um, Brent Hook. Brent and his son Chad both race at Kalamazoo Speedway and there was a, a serious accident and uh, Brent's been in the hospital quite a while. He's doing amazing. He's had lots of prayers from all of his race family, but tried to help the family out and so we there was a, a committee of people here in Kalamazoo that took it upon themselves to do a fundraiser. And wow, it was just amazing. They had a spaghetti dinner. They had so many donations of things that you could bid on, or they also had a live raffle. They, they had a bake sale. Um, just so many things they had, live music. Uh, it, was, it was a spectacular event. And if you ever need for whatever reason to host some kind of fundraiser like this I can put you in touch with the people that really know how to do it and I, I just wanted to say thank you to them I know the family really appreciates it um, I know that when it comes push comes to shove the race family is there for each other and it showed in full force on Saturday here in Kalamazoo for the fundraiser so thank you to all of you that were on that committee or volunteered or gave donations for the raffle it takes everybody doing a little bit and and that's what happened and so uh, i just wanted to mention that as well so um <clears throat> let me see where i'm at here i'm working on the april magazine got plenty of stories for it probably have enough stories for may but i'm still reaching out i'm always looking for um, women, females of any age, in any capacity of racing, doesn't have to be a driver, could be a track owner, could be a concession stand worker, 
could be anyone involved in any way in racing. Maybe your husband races and you're the crew chief. Anybody that's involved in racing, female, we focus on females in our magazine. Not that we don't like the guys, we do, but um, I can't focus on everybody, so I'm focusing on the females. Uh, send me your, your information and I will get back in touch with you and we would love to do a feature story, maybe have you on our podcast. So we're always looking for those um, people to reach out to us. One of the gals that's going to be in our April magazine is Jaden Pagliano. Jaden and her sister Kayla, I met them in uh, December at the PRI show as well as their mom and dad. Great family. Great racing family. They live in a little town in Illinois, and the two girls race dirt bikes. And they are very competitive. They're both very cute girls, and they love racing. And so I've been working with them a little bit um, during the week on some marketing and how to get more sponsors, how to keep their sponsors and what to do on social media, what not to do. I've really enjoyed working with them. And so this month, Jaden is going to be in our magazine. Um, Kayla, maybe, if she gets her information sent back to me. But if not, we'll have her at another time. But um, great story on those two young gals. Um, I wanted to mention, too, I forgot about Harley. Harley White took the heat and feature win at the I-30 Speedway on Saturday. I've been following Harley for probably a couple years now. Her name came across my feed and, and I've been watching her progress and watching her race um, and just kind of following and seeing what she's up to. And I, I saw that she won the heat and the feature on Saturday. So I want to give her a shout out. Way to go, Harley. And hopefully we can get her on the podcast here soon. I want to thank Rowdy Maglite. If you haven't heard about Rowdy, Rowdy is uh, pretty much covers ARCA, but he does cover other things as well. I think he's going to partner with the IWMA and actually cover ARCA for us because I can't be everywhere. And it's so much nicer if you can have somebody right there who can tell you what's going on and give you some inside stories to what's going on in the background, not just what you see at the race and and so um, hopefully we're going to get that figured out and Rowdy's going to be able to partner with us. He invited me to be on his radio show last Thursday. I was honored to do that. So he has a radio show on Blog Talk Radio on Thursday nights. So if you want to look him up, it's Rowdy, just like Rowdy Bush, R-O-W-D-Y, Maglite, M-A-G-L-I-T-E. So check him out on Facebook and you'll be able to follow him and watch his or listen to his show. So um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the negativity that I've been hearing today on the radio. I listen to Sirius Radio, and I listen to the country station, and I listen to the NASCAR station, 90. And uh, don't, don't listen to much else on there, although my husband likes to play around with the knob when he's in the car. But um, I try to keep the, the radio station to one of those, too. But mostly I listen to, to uh, Sirius NASCAR when I'm in the car by myself, especially. I, I really feel like I can learn a lot about what's going on in the world of motorsports that you don't hear about all the time. And you, you have to learn and grow if you want to be successful. 
and I want to soak up and learn as much as I can about motorsports and especially the good, the bad, and the ugly, as they sometimes say on, on Channel 90. But there was so much controversy the last couple days about the qualifying se session for the cup drivers. And I was amazed. I mean, I know it was kind of a, kind of a foo -pah. I saw it. But, wow, I thought the race was great. I thought all the whole weekend of races was great. And I just wonder, why is it that instead of being like, wow, we had three great races over the weekend. And, and I'm not saying that just because, yes, I'm a Kyle Busch fan, and he won on Friday and Saturday. I'm not saying it because of that. It, I wouldn't have mattered who won. The racing was really good. The, um, the television coverage was good. And when you hear these people being so negative, about the weekend, I'm, I'm wondering if they were watching a different race than I was. You know, okay, so qualifying was a mess. That's only this much of the weekend of racing. You know, okay, so they got to figure it out. They will. But it didn't ruin the weekend. And I, I also, I kind of wonder, who are these people? Are they people who are just always negative and trying to find something to pick at? Are they football fans who are trying to ruin our sport? Are they baseball fans? If they are, they should be watching baseball then and not criticizing racing. So I'm, I'm just so irritated, <clears throat> excuse me, when I hear or read, mostly read because Twitter was terrible, about the negativity about the race. I don't know what the answer is unless, you know, if you know any of these people, maybe privately say, hey, you know, what's the deal here? But that can get ugly as well. But I just don't get it. I try to be positive about as much as I can be in my life when some days things just don't go very well. But being negative only makes it worse. So who out there is going to join with me and be like positive? We're going to be posting great things about racing, your local track, your local track owner. You know, those guys don't have an easy job, track owners. I don't care if it's NASCAR or if it's a little dirt track out in the middle of the country somewhere in Michigan. They don't have it easy. And they need all the support that we can give them. And we need to be the ones that are doing it. The, the track owner is not going to be promoting himself. So let's let's make um let's join hands i guess and make a pact that this summer this race season we're going to be positive about things we're going to pump each other up we're going to take new people to the track we're going to find new ways to encourage people to come with us to try racing on a friday or saturday night when there's nothing else important that they want to do. Well, come out and go to the races with me. I think you'll love it. So let's, let's try to be positive this year. And let's get those naysayers and those negativity people, let's, let's shut them down so that they can't influence the people that don't know about racing to, to think that we're a bad sport or we don't have good competition or we don't provide good entertainment. All they have to do is come to a race one time and they'll see that all of that is wrong. So I guess I can get off my soapbox, but that just had me irritated the last couple of days that 
they couldn't find anything good to say, these people. And um, I thought it was a great weekend. So anyway, that's how I felt about it. <laughs> that's why you paid to be, oh yeah, you didn't pay, this is free. Well, anyway, that's, that's, my, um, that's my opinion. So uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about tonight was why are there not more women-owned businesses or businesses that women primarily buy their products sponsoring race cars. So, for instance, my friend Liz Prestella works for the Chris Busher team, and I know that Kroger and Bush Beans and Scott Towels and quite a large number of other, um, you know, brands like those sponsor those cars. Now, to me, those are brands that are targeting women who goes to the grocery store, mostly women, at least at my house, you know, who chooses what kind of paper towels to buy, who makes the baked beans at home, all those different things. You look at those products and you think, well, yeah, those are products that women typically choose one over the other. And then you look at other cars and it's it's all motorsports parts or tires which i get it you know it's a race it's racing but why is it that we don't have more women-based companies on those cars and how do we go about getting them getting them to the track to see that the stands are full of women even the car drivers are getting to be more and more women so what is it that we need to do to turn that around a little bit and get more women-based businesses on those cars or sponsoring races? So I, I found an article, which is what made me think of this. Um, Ernie Saxon writes sponsorship marketing. He's in a lot of race magazines. He's in our magazine, not every month, but um, pretty regularly. And I happened to run across an article from January of 2018. So a little over a year ago, he was writing about this, and it's still true today. It hasn't changed much in the last year. But he says nearly 50% of all the race fans are women. And I would, I would venture to say at least that, if not more. Because, you know, when I looked around at Daytona and Auto Club Speedway, there were an, a lot of women there. So... You know, I, I think if we'd split them up half at one end of the racetrack and half at the other, it'd be, it'd be pretty equal. So over 85% of the household purchases are made by women. So they purchase the paper towels and the toilet paper and the baked beans, and they decide which grocery store to go to, or, or are they going to buy a Ford or a Chevy or a Toyota? Um, and it, the list goes on and on. So why is it that those companies have not invested yet in motorsports? I, I'm going to really do some research on that because I would like to see more women-owned businesses be a part of this. When um, McKenna, my granddaughter, and I went out and visited some local businesses and she talked to them about her race cars and what she was going to do, we we made a point of going to see some women-owned businesses or at least businesses that 
women have a major role in. And we got really good response from those. Now we have to go back to some, as you know, it, it's the game of the, the person you need to talk to is not there and then you have to go back and, and, but it's worth it. And it's a good experience for McKenna. But um, we are really going to focus on some women-owned businesses. And I'd like to know if any of you have done that. And if you have and you were successful, what did you say? And how did you go about getting those women to come on board with their businesses to sponsor your race team? Um, it says on here 58% of the online spending is done by women. I, I totally believe that you know, if not more, again, because I just know, especially the younger generation, the millennials, like my daughters, they, they definitely, they buy their groceries online from Walmart, Walmart or, or Meyer, whatever. They, they deliver to my daughter's house. The gal that delivered the other day actually helped carry the groceries in. The only thing she didn't do was help put them away. And so I, I've never ordered groceries online and I probably never will unless I get to the point where I can't get out. But, um, yes. So those millennials are online and 58%, if not more are women. And then it says uh, about 45% of all vehicle purchases are made by women or the decision, which car to buy is made by a woman. And again, I can, I can attest to that in my own household and in my daughter's households. So help me out here, people. I'm looking to see what is it about those women-owned businesses that we're missing? What do we need to do to get them to come on board and support, especially our women drivers? What a good partnership that would be. You know, I use, um, I use Clairol for my hair. I use this kind of makeup. I go to Kroger. I, I buy these kinds of French fries or whatever it is. That's what marketing partnerships are about, promoting their products. So if any of you have any thoughts on how to make that happen, or if you've worked with other women-owned businesses and you can give me some ideas, I'd love, I'd love to hear from you. So IWMANation at gmail.com. Um, he went on to say some other things. I may reprint that article in a magazine in the, in the near future because it is really one of the best ones that I've seen about that. So um, that's about everything I had for tonight. Next week, we are going to have a guest. The next few weeks, I'm hoping we're going to have some guests. I've, ha I've run into, of course, people working hard on their cars, and I don't want to take time away from that when I know the practices and all those things are coming up close. So, um, but hopefully soon we're going to be having people as our guests again on the podcast. I have some ladies lined up that I think you'll really be interested in hearing. And, uh, as race season starts, we're going to do some more Facebook lives and we've got some other fun things planned for race season. And I encourage you to, to stay tuned and to stay in touch with us on our Facebook page, share our page with, your friends at the racetrack and share your events to me uh, or on our page so that we can share them with other people because that's what we're all about. We're kind of the networking. I, I've, I explained myself one time to someone that I am the, the hub or the middle of the wheel 
and all of you are the spokes and you're you're reaching out to lots of other spokes and then you it's all coming back and we're sharing on my page we're sharing on the IWMA page we're sharing with each other and we're promoting each other and that's what this is all about so hopefully you're having a good week we've had so far this week we've had snow rain and sun and it's it's been in the 30s and now it's supposed to be in the 70s and so uh you know it's michigan and it changes constantly but hopefully in the next couple of weeks we get some warm weather and the people that are going to be having practices here in the local area will be able to get those in and and race season can start with a bang so have a good week everybody thanks for listening in feel free to share this um, with your friends and anybody that's interested in racing and i'll talk to you next week bye